Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. We have here in the chamber today Ukrainian Canadians, Ukrainian Canadian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today. His name is Yaroslav Hunka, a Canadian hero, and we thank him for all his service. Thank you. All right. Well, it looked like or sounded like a nice moment late last week when in the House of Commons, as you hear there, 98-year-old Yaroslav Hunka was honoured in the presence of Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. He got a couple of standing ovations. And then the problem started. Big ones. Such as, turns out there are a lot of concerns about Hunka's past and his association with an army unit that worked with the Nazis. How the heck does this happen? Well, joining us now to talk about the political follow-up from this is Mackenzie Gray, Senior Correspondent for Global News National. Mackenzie, thanks for being here. Good morning, Sammy. How did this happen? How did he get an invite to this? Well, he's a 98-year-old who lives in North Bay, which is the riding that Anthony Roda, the Speaker of the House of Commons and Liberal MP, uh, represents. And so he was invited through the Speaker. Uh, I was in the House of Commons uh, during the address in the gallery uh, and have been for other events similar to this. And uh, the Speaker does have the ability uh, to invite people and have them come in. It's also a regular occurrence during question period, uh, that after question period, uh, visiting members of other parliaments or uh, important people would be recognized by the Speaker like Mr. Hunka was in this situation, except most of the time when those people come, they have not fought for the Nazis. Uh, subsequently, since that information came out, Mr. Rota has said that that was his and his decision entirely, that the Prime Minister's office was not involved. The Prime Minister's office echoed that, saying this was exclusively on the Speaker. Uh, Pierre Polyev, the Conservative leader, doesn't buy that, saying, look, at a minimum, someone from Global Affairs or from the Privy Council office would have had to vet Mr. Hunka to allow him into the building. Uh, I will say getting into Parliament that day was extremely difficult and tight. Obviously, with Mr. Zelensky there, uh, it is a very secure place, and he is someone uh, that lots of people would want dead. So there was lots of uh, vetting and taking place to make sure they got on the Hill that day. Um, we're going to hear from Mr. Rota likely when the House of Commons starts sitting at 11. Uh, we'll see if he reiterates what he said in his statement or he resigns. We have not heard any calls for his resignation politically yet from the Conservatives of the NDP, uh, but I would imagine that if he does not quit uh, when the House uh, starts up later today, uh, we would start hearing that not only from the opposition, but potentially for some liberal MPs as well. This just seems like such a huge breach. I mean, has he explained what kind of vetting his office even did or does in these situations? No, he has not at this point in time. I mean, look, the Speaker can invite who he wants. Uh, we haven't heard from the Privy Council office in terms of uh, what, uh, if any additional vetting or other processes were in place to uh, allow this person onto the Hill. Um, the vetting is not really hard, though, Simi. You Google his name, you can yeah. find you can find uh, posts that this individual has written in 2011. They're in Ukrainian, but we can Google Translate them. That's what I did yesterday. Uh, and this, this individual posted a number of posts talking about his time uh, in this uh, 14th Division of the Waffen-SS, a Nazi unit uh, that has credibly been accused of war crimes, including 
uh, potentially murdering a thousand Polish civilians as well as uh, Jews and other Ukrainians. Um, a quote from him from his blog post that, again, were posted in 2011. In July 1941, the German occupied Bresnahani, which is the Ukrainian town he's from. We greeted the German soldiers with joy. Again, those German soldiers were Nazis. Uh, in 1943, he volunteered to join the fourth, uh, 14th Division of the Waffen-SS, the, the division I was speaking about before, and he posted pictures of him in Munich along with other men from his town training. Uh, and he said in the intervening two years between 41 and 43, he called those the two best years of his life. Oh, my gosh. So there are many people who might have thought that at the time who joined the Nazis, but with the, high, the ability of time to review what the Nazis had did and what had happened, they could think of things differently. And there is no doubt, Simi, that in that period of time in Ukraine, uh, Stalin was not a good person and they lived under Russian rule and he had killed millions of Ukrainians too. So it is a difficult decision, but there certainly does not seem to be any repenting from Mr. Hanka in his own words for his involvement in being in a Nazi division. Mackenzie, I have to tell you, my mouth was hanging open while you were describing this because that was not, as you said, difficult to find. This brings up a lot of questions. Like, has this not happened before where there have been some questionable people invited into the House of Commons? I can't remember any Nazis showing up. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> I, one takes the I, cake, I, I guess. Yes. I, I, I mean, there are vetting errors and then there are vetting errors. And having a someone who uh, fought with a Nazi uh, And called it the best two years of his life said that and 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 did that you know in 2011 when the horrors associated with the nazis were clear um what does the prime minister's office have to say about this well they say look it's not we 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 didn't know about this that this was anthony rota this was a constituent of his from north bay that has come uh and and uh, been here in parliament and it was the speaker who recognized him mr trudeau didn't do that in his speech Mr. Trudeau did recognize other people in the gallery and pointed to them. Uh, to our understanding, they are not Nazis. Uh, so Mr. Trudeau is ahead of Mr. Rhoda in this one. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's... it's uh, wow, okay. You can't make this stuff up. That's no, great. that's how I... That was my sentiment, exactly. You cannot make this stuff up. So we expect to hear more today. And, and is there a sentiment of feeling out there, as you pointed out, that there will be a resignation? Uh, look, I don't want to speak to the sentiment. I haven't been able to chat with people, uh, but I'll say this. Um, Mr. Rhoda is viewed as a very honorable uh, individual for the most part. Um, and if there was uh, agreement from members in the House for calls for his vaccination, I would have a hard time to think that he would stay on. That hasn't happened yet. Obviously, the opposition are trying to tie this specifically to Mr. Trudeau. That's what uh, Pierre Polyev is doing. Um, so, you know, we'll see what Mr. Rhoda has to say later today. I'd be very surprised. Uh, if he doesn't make a statement in the House of Commons, and we'll see if he stays on or if he just kind of reiterates uh, what he said in the statement. You know, he did say that he would accept full responsibility for this. Um, you know, we've heard other liberals uh, say they're going to accept full responsibility for things and then nothing happens. You know, I will say Mr. Rhoda, while elected as a liberal, does not caucus with the liberals as a speaker. There is some separation on that front. Um, so, you know, we'll have to see in the next 30 minutes or so uh, that would be the first opportunity that Mr. Rhoda could rise in the House when it starts at 11 a.m. Eastern uh, to hear from him on uh, what he has to say about this. All right, we'll see what happens. Mackenzie, thank you for filling us in this morning. Thanks, Amy. Chat soon. Yes, that is Mackenzie Gray, Senior Correspondent for Global News National.